0: From the Alan Samuel Studios. This is The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: But had they beat us, I also would have been like, well, it wasn't our best day, you know? So it was fun, though. I love those. I mean, I don't want it to feel like that again, <laughs> but I love those mates, Yeah.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alliance Bank Central Texas. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. On the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco Gets Engaged
2: is sliced the other way into right field. That's a hit. Coach Thompson is going to wave Sikoli around. The throw from right field is offline. And the Bears take the lead on a nifty piece of opposite field hitting by Cole Tremaine, who has two hits on the weekend.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on
3: Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Still a long way to go. I feel like the, the use of the team needs we need to be in. We probably need to do more things wrong and learned that that's not the thing to do. It's, uh, to have an idea of what's right. Now, from
0: the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Bale of Bears, John Morris
2: and Aaron Sexton. Hi, and welcome, John Morris Show, on a Monday highlight cut in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. That was a baseball cut from the weekend series. Bears drop three in Lawrence to the Kansas Jayhawks. We will visit with Jim Blair from Baylor Baseball coming up in the hour. Also heard from Felicia Mulkey, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling head coach. They, a number one in the nation, number one in the world. Got another win over Oregon over the weekend. Baylor number one. Uh, Oregon number two, and it was a tight match. Baylor uh, dropped the tumbling event, uh, and we don't often say any events that Baylor drops, but they did. Uh, Oregon beat Baylor in tumbling and made it really uh, not decided until the final event, the team event, and Baylor won that and won the meet over Oregon. Still undefeated on the year. One meet uh, remaining in the regular season. They will go to Hawaii this week and take on Hawaii Pacific on Sunday, then on to the NCATA National Championships. Also heard from Coach Dave Aranda in the open, Baylor uh, football spring practice back on the field this afternoon. A little different schedule this week with Easter at the end of the week. Uh, Normally... As they've done the first two weeks of uh, spring, they'll go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And there was a scrimmage on Saturday, the first one of the spring. But this week they will go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, then take the weekend off for the Easter holiday and then be back at it next week, next Tuesday, uh, back on the practice fields. Let you hear a little bit more from Coach Aranda coming up in just a bit. So we got that to talk about, plenty to talk about uh, on a Monday, Aaron, not the least of which is uh, the NCAA Final Four, and the basketball season comes to an end tonight. Uh, tell me, uh, you were the one person in the world that had San Diego State <laughs> and UConn meeting for the Men's Basketball National Championship. I
4: did not, but
2: I didn't either. I,
4: once, it, once the Final Four was official, I had UConn winning both games.
2: All right, there you go. And,
4: and neither one of them being super close, and I right. stand by that.
2: Right, right. Haven't they, UConn, haven't they won every game by double digits? They in the have. Tournament? They, yeah. It's
4: been a really very similar to Baylor's run a couple of years ago.
2: Wow. So, uh, so that is tonight from Houston. Uh, really cool to think it's just down the road. And Jim Nance, his final call of, uh, on CBS uh, of the championship game comes up tonight in Houston. Uh, you going you gonna to make this uh, appointment television or, or listening tonight for the game?
4: I will. I'll be watching. I'll be running the Rangers, too, right. and flipping gotcha. back and forth. But, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching.
2: There you go. I, I hope to tonight as well. Um, Truett, our grandson, has a um, his first game of the spring, but that's earlier. That's 545. So we'll be finished. But I got to tell you, Saturday, I didn't watch a second of those games on Saturday. Uh, I, I did have some other things going on. It wasn't like I chose not to watch them, but uh, football scrimmage on Saturday morning, then uh, to acrobatics and tumbling on Saturday. But I didn't I, – I listened to a little bit of the second game driving home uh, after acrobatics and tumbling, but that was it.
4: Yeah, I didn't get to watch as much as I wanted either. Just same thing. I had – you know, I was doing some other things. Right, I, right. Um, I ran Baylor baseball earlier that day, and then, uh, you know, Saturday's kind of my day to – Get get some things done, uh, run that. some errands. So I was doing that for late into the evening, and then I started watching. But uh, quite a uh, finish with FAU and yeah. San Diego State. Ooh, man.
2: <laughs> Buzzer beater, yep, to get uh, San Diego State to the uh, championship game. So that game comes up tonight, San Diego State and uh, UConn for the Men's Basketball National Championship. I'm sure most of our listeners know by now, LSU, the Women's Basketball National Champion. Congratulations to uh, Kim Mulkey and her staff winning that national championship. What a wild game that was yesterday, uh, LSU winning winning the title up in Dallas. Yeah,
4: and – You know, I'm not – I kind of saw that coming once Iowa beat South Carolina. Matchups make a huge difference. Right. And I thought that South Carolina – I thought that LSU didn't match up well with South Carolina. I thought that got showed – that was showed during the regular season. But when Iowa won, I was like, they're going to lose by double digits. Yeah, and I just I,
2: Boy, you, you were right. You
4: could see it. I just didn't. Unless she scored fifty, Caitlin Clark, right? You know, they just didn't match up well with them, and and I, that played out pretty well yesterday.
2: Yeah. So congratulations to uh, to LSU and Coach Kim Mulkey, the national championship. I think I heard this. Tell me if this is right. Is she the first uh, female coach, coach of women's basketball, to win national titles at two different schools? That's you correct. heard that? Yeah, that's Okay, correct. all right, sounds good. So a great accomplishment there, great season, great turnaround by uh, the LSU women. Uh, the year before Mulkey got there, they won nine games, and then last year I think 26, and then this year the national championship. So uh, with a uh, almost, I mean, you think the transfer portal hadn't helped them, it definitely did. They had a lot of newcomers. I think nine of their 12 players were newcomers to their roster this year.
4: Yeah, and it's, you know, we talked about it in other situations too. When Coach Tang took the Kansas State job, they had two players, and he was able to rebuild that roster and that squad and get them to the Elite Eight. You can really turn around a program fast through the print. Through the transfer portal now.
2: Yeah, boy, that's right. I mean, you got to get the right guys or girls, but right. Uh, right. it can happen in a hurry. Speaking of Coach Tang, uh, he was named at a uh, brunch yesterday, the Naismith uh, Memorial um, uh, b- Final Four brunch yesterday in Houston. Coach Jerome Tang named the uh, National Coach of the Year, the Warner Ladder, National Coach of the Year, uh, Shaka Smart, who won the AP National Coach of the Year. He was one of the finalists for this. Matt Painter at Purdue and um, uh, Kelvin Sampson at Houston, along with Coach Tang, were the four finalists. Here is uh, Coach Jerome Tang accepting the award yesterday of the Warner Ladder Naismith Coach of the Year.
5: Wow. Um, You know... I used to uh, drive a van from Cleveland, Texas, and uh, we would stop in it, to go to a five-star basketball camp. And uh, we would stop. That was in Hampden, Sydney, Virginia. And the first time we went to camp, I thought it was in Hampton. So we drove to Hampton, Virginia, and I called them, and I said, hey, where's the camp? And they said, oh, you're three hours away. And so we had to find Hampden, Sydney, Virginia and we would stop in Atlanta and go to Georgia Tech and your staff was kind enough and a couple times you were kind enough to stop and shake our hands and talk to us and Coach Williams on the way back we would visit Duke and then North Carolina and uh, one of the very first coaches clinics I went to as a high school coach, Coach Tubby Smith was speaking at it and I had gotten trampled by a horse Um, so I was on crutches and sitting in the row taking notes and you saw me and you stopped to ask what happened to me and then spent like 30 minutes just sitting talking to me and for no reason at all I could do nothing for you but you guys were all so kind to me. My, my best friend T Hicks is sitting in the right there, and we were coaches together at Heritage Christian. Everybody needs somebody in their life that, like, dreams so big that you think it's crazy. So T and I, when we started coaching in high school, Coach Williams at a small private school in Cleveland, Texas, with 120 kids, we said one day we're going to make it into a top 25 program in the country, and Roy Williams and Mike Krzyzewski will come sit in the stands to watch our kids play. Now y- y- you never got there. It's okay, though. <laughs> but but we did. We did end up being top 25 in the country three years in a row. I say all that to say my life has been extremely blessed, but it's all honor and glory to God, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm so thankful to be standing here. I'm thankful for my wife, my beautiful wife, Ray, and my daughter, Island who's here, my mother and father-in-love who are here, my sister. Thank you all for being here. I've got coaches that have blessed my life. But uh, thank you, Gene Taylor and uh, President Linton um, for being brave enough to give a guy who had no head coaching experience the opportunity to coach uh, at Kansas State. And, And I've got the best staff in America. And we don't work together, we live life together and uh, my life is blessed every day because I get to live life with them and want to thank uh, none of this happens unless you have really good players and so (laughs) I had some dudes this year (laughs) you know and uh, thankful for the dudes and man there's so many just to my name to be mentioned with any of Coach Painter I mean golly I sit and study the things that you do. And Coach Sampson, who's uh, incredible, and Coach Smart, I mean, just super blessed. Thank you, Naismith Awards. Thank you, the Atlanta Tip-Off Club. And uh, I'm, man, God is good. (laughs) And it's a great day to be a Wildcat. (laughs) Thank
6: you. That was great. Thank you, Coach. Thanks.
2: Okay. We get, get a couple of Jerome Tang yesterday in Houston they had a brunch to announce the uh, a number of Naismith awards uh, including the Warner ladder Naismith uh, coach of the year and Jerome Tang uh, taking home that award Aaron a big a great part of that was they had former winners that were in, in, in attendance up on stage with him. So Roy Williams was up there. Uh, Tubby Smith and Bobby Crimmins were up there on stage as well, which is really cool, and you could tell. I should have said that in the intro because you could tell he tailored uh, his uh, acceptance around those guys who were standing right there. So really cool and really happy for Coach Tang, and I think uh, very, very deserving of this award.
4: Absolutely. He finished second in the AP Coach of the Year voting that went to Shaka Smart and Marquette You know, formerly of the Texas coach and I think it worked out about as well as it could yeah. have because they're yeah. both very deserving. Obviously I think we both thought that Coach Tank should have won both but you know with Shaka Smart winning the Big East and getting that program turned around he was well deserved deserving as well and They kind of split the two biggest National Coach of the Year awards. So I think it worked out great.
2: Yeah, and I admit I'm biased. Me too. (laughs) I'm very biased. (laughs) Me too. You are too, yeah. So great honor there. All right, we're off and running on this Monday. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Let you hear from Coach Dave Aranda following the uh, first scrimmage of the spring. That took place on Saturday morning. We'll have that when we come back. A little bit later, we'll hear from Jim Blair, Baylor Baseball assistant coach, all that's still to come in the hour from the Alan Samuels studio. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business.
6: Glenn Moore and Baylor their Softball on 101.3 FM.
2: Baylor Softball out of Big 12 Conference play. Four non-conference games coming up in Knoxville, Tennessee. Two games on Thursday, two on Friday against Mercer and Tennessee.
6: Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball. Every game on 101.3 FM.
1: it.
0: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. More teams than ever are coming to Globe Light Field this season. This Monday, the Rangers welcome the Baltimore Orioles to town for a three-game series, which kicks off our season-long weeknight specials. Mark your calendars for Mariachi Mondays presented by T-Mobile, Coca-Cola Family Fun Tuesdays, and the Wednesday Tradition Texas Chili Company Dollar Hot Dog Day. Weeknight fun and savings at the ballpark are back. Make your plans at rangers.com.
3: Heading out to San Francisco For the Labor Day weekend show I got my hush puppies on I guess I never was meant for glitter rock and roll And honey I didn't know That I'd be missing you so come on
2: Back with us, John Morris show on a Monday alongside Aaron Sexton. Actually, beautiful weather outside today. I mean, with all the uh, uh, predictions of rain every day this week, and that still may happen, but, boy, a lot of sunshine out there right now, but I think some uh, some wet weather is coming. And visiting with Steve Wilson last night, he said, man, they need it. Steve uh, lives out in McGregor but has a place in Gatesville and talking about how dry it is out there. So we could use the rain for sure. Glad you're with us on this Monday. Brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Closed on Mondays as normal. Back at it tomorrow. And so many great things going on at the Baylor Club. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. If you have any questions or want to make a reservation, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. All right, uh, mentioned uh, the other... um, uh, inhabitant of the uh, McLean Stadium, Baylor football, going through spring drills now. Remember their spring game is April 22nd, noon at McLean Stadium, free and open to the public. Got a neat deal Going on that day, in fact, a lot of things going on that day and that weekend, Uh, they will have, Aaron, uh, a sale of used equipment by the Baylor equipment staff, and I tell you what, that is a really cool deal. Uh, I mean, this isn't uh, used stuff. This is, I think, for the most part, new stuff that they just haven't used, and now they'll uh, sell it at probably a pretty good price to the public. So that will be going on that day, the spring game at at noon, the uh, Michael Johnson Invitational is going on uh, that weekend, Friday and Saturday. Baylor softball, uh, big series against top-ranked Oklahoma, is that weekend as well. So uh, we'll continue to remind you about that less than three weeks away, but uh, that will uh, be a huge green and gold weekend on the Baylor campus. The spring game is that day, April 22nd. Here is Coach Dave Aranda following the first scrimmage of spring this past Saturday.
3: thought the whole process has been good. There's been improvement, you know, I think for our younger guys, you know, to, um, um, to play fast, to, um, we would call that playing green, to kind of put themselves out there in an area where there can, you know, you can make a mistake and you can do something wrong and um, to, um, you know, make those mistakes and learn and then attack it the very next play. I think really that's the thing. Because then, I, you know, all the false stuff is, is out the way and we can be true and real about things. And I feel like that, a lot of that is happening now and there was a lot of that today, and then I thought with some of the veteran guys, you know, some of the transfer guys, you know, Mike, Mike Smith's been just uh, continue to impress. You know, Keytronic had a bunch of long uh, uh, passes, uh, caught and uh, runs, and all of it. And then you know, um, we're getting good things from, uh, from Jake, you know, in terms of blocking and catching, and and all of it. So just way impressed with the effort today, I think it's, um, it's a step in the right direction. Still a long way to go. I feel like the youth of the team, needs we need to be in, we probably need to do more things wrong and learn that that's not the thing to do, uh, to have an idea of what's right.
2: I think he just said they need to do more things wrong, right, did he? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In the spring. Uh, Now is the time to do that. If you're going to do things wrong, do them now and learn the right way to do things, and then it pays off in the fall. But uh, that's Coach Aranda right there. So that was uh, Coach after their first scrimmage of the spring. It was Saturday. Uh, Here at the Allison uh, um, practice fields, where they'll be back on the field this afternoon, Uh, They'll practice today. They'll practice tomorrow. They'll practice Thursday and then take off for the Easter weekend. Uh, All right. There's Coach Aranda. There's football. Uh, Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, talk some Baylor baseball. Really fun to visit with Jim Blair earlier today. Jim, former player here at Baylor. He is technically the volunteer assistant for Coach uh, Mitch Thompson on the staff. But, man, you're getting a great guy with a lot of knowledge and a lot of uh, baseball in his back background, uh, coaching and playing in Jim Blair. So uh, we'll visit with him uh, about the Bears, uh, who have four home games coming up this week. They'll host Stephen F. Austin tomorrow night, then host Oklahoma beginning on Thursday. That is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series for the Bears and the Sooners at Baylor Ballpark. A visit with Jim Blair when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. Di Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive.
1: Where Waco gets engaged.
2: Recently on Game Time.
1: I like Tombstone, the Doc Hollywood movie. Good novel.
0: movie. He know here. He in Tombstone. Did you say, did you say <laughs> That's
6: Doc? That's a great Isn't line.
1: Doc Hollywood in that one? Which Doc, one is Doc Hollywood uh, Doc in? Holiday. Doc Holiday. Holiday. Okay. <laughs>
6: Doc Hollywood
7: <laughs> Doc Hollywood was the Michael J. Fox movie.
1: <laughs> there was a Doc Hollywood movie?
0: Yeah.
7: Called Doc uh, Hollywood. Michael uh, J. Know. Fox was in it. Well,
1: oh. all I know is he says, what, I'll be your Huckleberry and I'll oh. That's I'll be your Uncle Barry. Come here.
0: Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas
6: There are times when you need a good doctor, and there are times when you need a good lawyer. But sometimes what you need more than
3: anything else
6: is a really good mechanic. Hi, I'm Jesse. Let's take a look. Any make, any model, Jesse Britt Automotive is your one-stop shop for automotive service. Air conditioning, transmission, brakes, tune-ups, and tires. Ask about Jesse Britt's famous $49.99 Wheel Alignment Special. Just $49.99 for any wheel up to 22 inches. You're good to go.
0: Penningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey guys, it's Tom of the ESPN
6: Central Texas, and it's time for some grown-up conversation. Some of you take performance enhancers for the gym, for more energy, to grow your hair. So why not the bedroom? It's all about confidence. Confidence knowing that you're ready. Good news, help us here with chewables from BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew tablets can help men gain extra confidence when it's time. The process is simple. No doctor's appointments, no awkward conversations, and it's shipped right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with licensed medical providers that will work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. And here's a special offer for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code 1660 at checkout and pay just $5 for shipping. That's promo code 1660. BlueChew.com.
7: I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Court Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Texas Rangers in first place after sweeping the Phillies over the weekend. Rangers start a series with Baltimore tonight. 7.05 first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball got swept by Kansas over the weekend. The Bears will host Stephen F. Austin tomorrow night at Baylor Ballpark and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. First pitch at 6.30. Baylor softball took 2-3 over Kansas winning 4-0 yesterday. The Bears are in Tennessee versus Mercer at 11 a.m. Thursday. Dallas Mavericks Lost to the Hawks 132 130 in overtime. Maz still sitting outside the play in games with three games to go in the regular season. The NCAA Basketball National Championship is tonight San Diego State versus UConn. The Huskies are a seven point favorite. 8 20 tip off
0: at NRG Stadium in Houston. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. listening to the John Morris show on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Branch hits one high and deep down the left field line tailing off towards the corner. That is a fair ball and a home run.
8: He snuck it inside the left field foul pole. A solo home run for Colby Branch his fourth of the year and the Bears
6: reclaim
0: the lead at three to two. It's time for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's assistant coach Jim Blair with John Morris on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Back with us, visiting now with Baylor baseball assistant coach Jim Blair, and back from Kansas. Tough weekend in Kansas. Uh, just on the road in general uh, has been tough for you guys. Um, what, what was it like this
8: weekend up in Lawrence? Uh, definitely a different, uh, different weekend. The, the weather, uh, the conditions, you know, definitely played a factor. The wind was blowing out all three games, and um, which made it for you know opportunity to have you know great offensive days. But at the same time, you're, you're defending the park in those. Situations situations as well and and that was kansas's first games at home so i think they were excited to be there and 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 obviously comfortable and that was our first um game that we had games that we had played on turf which uh which i thought we'd you know defensively as far as balls being struck on the ground we handled fine but uh it's tough weekend obviously not the results that we wanted but you know there's some things some areas that uh, change a little bit in the way we handle the pitching and. Um, you know from an offensive perspective still seeing some growth out of some young guys so
2: yeah, that's one thing I kind of came away from the weekend with where some of the young guys, I uh, was asking you about Cole Tremaine. Uh, to be mm-hmm. honest, I hadn't heard his name much, and all of a sudden he's in the lineup and contributing for you. Uh, tell us
8: about him. Yeah, Cole is, uh, you know, Coach has been telling this story over the last couple weeks about after one of our, our games here in the recent past, it, you know, it was it was midnight, and um, you could hear somebody hitting down in the cage, and it was Cole, and, and Cole hasn't had not had an at-bat this season up until that point and that just kind of spoke to the kids work ethic and you know how important it is to him and just being ready for his moment uh Mark Johnson the coach I used to coach for at same Houston State legendary coach as head had coached Texas a and for years he, he would always preach about be ready for your moment mm-hmm. you, you don't know when it's going to come it could be in game two it could be in game 47 be ready for your moment and, and Cole got his this weekend and had a start and had and, and struck the ball really really well so that was that was good he, he was ready for his opportunity and he's Thrown, what better on the mound than he did his first few times out? So hopefully we're seeing some growth there. But he he works his tail off. He can defend the field in the outfield, and and he may get more opportunities here in the near future. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, you
2: look for moments of, of positivity, you know, and 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 bright you know bright moments, so to speak. And here's a guy that's worked hard and finally is getting his opportunity and making the most of it.
8: Yeah, no, that's uh you you like to think that the game rewards those guys, and um you know it's a it's a tough thing, you know I. I think with, with some of our younger guys and inexperienced guys we're seeing growth because they've been out on the field you know there is no you know us as coaches what have you we can do what we do but there is no substitute in this game for fret at-bats and for mound time for a pitcher and so the more those younger guys have been out there we've we've seen some some growth out of them but for a guy like Tremaine who hasn't been out on the field you know his only option is continue to work mm-hmm. and work and work and work and work Work. And when that moment arises, hopefully that work gives you that body of work, gives you the confidence to be ready for that moment. And I, to, you know, it's a, it's a tribute to him and his hard work. I, he got in there and he didn't, he didn't look phased. He didn't look nervous. He just attacked the opportunity and made the most of it. There's some other names
2: that uh, you know people who follow the program closely will know, but others may not know yet. But like a Hunter Toplansky, I mean, that's a guy that seems like he's uh, you know an up and coming guy.
8: People may not know his name yet, but gosh, uh, he's really coming on. Yeah, Hunter's been it's been fun to watch his his development. You know, I think he uh, left TCU last year with about 11 at bats somewhere around there. So um, watching him grow and, and make some adjustments and and continue to get better and better and better. And really, you know, his level of confidence in the box right now is pretty good. And, you know, he's... You're seeing uh, a lot of success, and I I think for him being being out on the field consistently every day, and it's a tough deal for you know especially for a switch hitter that's young. Um, You're not getting as many at bats left handed, or I'm sorry, right handed for him. He's getting a bunch left handed, and then you know I think here in the last couple weeks, I I don't know what the numbers are, but I think his right handed at bats have been pretty good as well. So he's he's an interesting one to watch. I think he continues to improve. I think he's got more power than he's showing now. Now, but I think his his bat to ball skills is is good, and that's what you want to happen first before a guy starts to develop power. You, you got to be a good contact guy before the power can actually really play. and And I think he's got more in the tank, and but it's good to see him having success and putting up some numbers for us. Yeah, that is fun
2: to see. And then of course, Colby Branch is a guy that really all season has been has stepped in and done really well for you.
8: Yeah, he's you know like we talked about a few weeks ago. He's Colby Branch is Colby Branch. I, I you know I've uh, I haven't seen very many kids his age compete every single pitch uh, all season long you know he's 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 the ultimate competitor he he's he's had success. He's on base uh, at a very high rate for us, and kind of sets the tone. Um, you know, we talked a few times about maybe taking him out of the leadoff spot, maybe giving him more opportunities for RBIs. But you know, you don't you don't want to take a good leadoff guy out of the leadoff spot. You know, to try to find something else. But he he he's he's just man. He's steady Eddie, and for and for a guy. Uh, you know, that's a freshman to be as consistent as he's been from a competitive, you know, competitively in his defense. I think we, you know, we've pushed him over to shortstop. He's handled that move uh, really, really well and and continues to to get better there. He's he's fun to watch. And and again, if you haven't seen him play, he's worth coming just to watch him play because he's going to be a great a uh, foundational piece in this program for for the next three three years. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of leadoff guys,
2: uh, kind of reminds me when you were playing here, you played with a pretty good leadoff guy your time here, didn't you?
8: Yeah, yeah. John <laughs> Topper um, was 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 pretty good, and uh, you know. It, John I, I when you when you talk about John and this is probably something when he, he, I think he's coming down here in a couple of weeks but you know when you look at John you think about all these records that um, that he owns home runs that'll probably never be touched hits runs what, whatever all he has he's in the Hall of Fame he was a fourth round pick he's got all this stuff that's not what I remember about John mm-hmm. what I remember about John is his leadership mm-hmm. I remember you know him pushing and being a positive influence on everybody ar- around us in the program, and and honestly, I think um, he was one of the the guys that was younger guys from the time he stepped on campus as a freshman kind of set the tone for you know the attitude that hey we're we're gonna we're gonna win and we're gonna be really good and if you don't like that then you need to move aside (laughs) and and so um that's what i remember about john he's got he's got all this all these accolades in the record books and what have you but but he was really fun to be around and and to have the opportunity to play with yeah uh really good leadoff guy best leadoff guy i've ever seen here but a really good team i mean you guys had some really good
2: teams also all right this week uh four home games which is nice, kind of condensed four games in five days. What's that like to get ready for that kind of
8: glut of games together? Yeah, you know, the, the practice today will be light. Um, a lot of, you know, the travel and um, driving to Dallas and then and then getting up to, to Kansas City and then driving over to Lawrence, you know, that can, that can take its toll on especially some of these young guys that haven't done it before. So practice today will be light. Try to get some, figure, some things figured out with a few hitters here and there and then you know getting rhythm and play tuesday and then wednesday practice again um you, you know we should be in game rhythm pretty um pretty easily just because we don't have a lot of practice days in between uh, or off days our off day this week will come sunday but um you know we it's it's another great opportunity to take to, to get out there and to be at home and you know anytime you play uh, not overlooking Stephen F. Austin, but obviously uh, get an opportunity to play the Sooners here at Baylor Ballpark and, and that series should be great with the, with the Easter weekend. So we're looking forward to it. Do you miss
2: uh, not having a couple of practice days in there? I mean, are there still things you can get done, midweek practices?
8: Yeah, I think it, we're, we're kind of at that point of the year where, you know, it's going to be more individual adjustments, more, more than likely. You start, you know – uh, with baseball can be a thing at the end of the year. You, you definitely can overswing, and you definitely, you know, guys' legs are starting to, to get tired, um, you know, you, and you, you, you need to work, but at the same time, it's, it's more about management. You know, and just kind of getting the feel. And, and we've we've had a, kind of the same guys in there every day in the lineup. And obviously Tremaine got his opportunity. But when it's the same guys every day, you just have to be careful about managing their workload. You know, because they are in their feet quite a bit, and and those the that travels not not necessarily easy on them. So we'll get some stuff done, but at the same time, it's it's more it's going to be directed towards the individual and what they might need to get themselves right. Okay.
2: Final thought. And again, it's so great to have have you back here uh tell everybody what your what's your role what does Mitch need from you on a game day
8: Yeah on game day I I coach first base and um batting practice and and i'd you know, i put our scouting reports together which uh to be honest that that takes most of my time throughout the week it's not the same that it used to be in the past we used to call four or five of our friends who had played a certain team and they'd send over you know their reports on paper and you'd, you'd cut and paste that and put it into a document and throw it up on the wall well now we have uh, programs like synergy and true media where we have video of every swing or every pitch or every play I mean we we have video of, of every pitch a pitcher's thrown for the last five years. And it's a it's a rabbit hole you can go down yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty good, but so what I what I do is I watch a lot of film of of those guys and, and try to put together what does our approach need to be, you know, versus this guy. What does it look like when they're picking? Can we run on him? You know, what can we do? And and put that 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 honestly takes a lot of my time throughout the week and it's it's a much I like doing it because because you're able to actually see what the opponent is doing on film, um, but at the same time, it's a it's a lot more work. It can be as much work as you want it to be. So, and then you know, a throw BP, and that's that's kind of what I do on game day and. You know, any anywhere else, he needs my help. That's that's kind of what I do. That's so, cool.
2: yep. uh, with all that video available, uh, it's almost like—is that to major league level? Like having that much video to look at to to present to the guys?
8: Yeah, I mean, it, we we watch video on every pitcher that we that we face. You know, going into a weekend, we'll show the starters and then who we um, you know who we think is going to be a high percentage chance that they're going to you know go to the bullpen with, and we'll look at that. But yeah, we have access us to you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of pitches, and you can you can filter it down. I want to know what this guy throws in one two counts with guys in scoring position to right-handed hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really really cool stuff, but at the same time, it's you know it's like it it can be overwhelming and too much. And and with a young team, you're trying to simplify as much as possible. So, um, you know, it's it, it's definitely a great tool. Um, it's completely changed analytics and what have you. I think uh, one of the interesting things that coach furlong and i were talking about was at the major league level balls that are actually put in play that batting average at the major league level is going down Mm. it's been going trending down for the last four or five years in college baseball when balls are put in play the batting average is trending up Mm. and we were trying to figure out you know what might that be and you know we had talked about how at the big league level the shifts and you know and now only the shift in the outfield Mm. um, pitchers ability to execute a certain pitch The level of athleticism of the defender probably lends to those guys at big league level. That batting average going down. We're in college baseball. We have all these analytics now, and we may be overshifting based on hey, we've got this information, but are the pitchers actually consistent enough to actually execute the pitch that would lend a ball to be hit in a certain area, or are you know just a little bit more inconsistency? inconsistency not as much you know detailed information you know guys at the big league level are playing 162 games you're seeing you're seeing um, teams multiple multiple times a year college baseball we get to look at three of them so or at three games at most so um, there's some interesting stuff out there but those are some of the things that we look at so yeah really interesting i need to let you get back to it thanks for the visit appreciate it good luck this week yeah thank you John
2: that is Jim Blair and again really fascinating if you if you really listen to what he's saying and all the uh, in-depth scouting they do video and otherwise and uh then just the analytics uh Aaron it's pretty obvious that guy knows what he's talking about, and he's just one member of uh, Coach Thompson's staff. Those guys are just really good at what they do. They got to get their players in here, you know, and get more players, and you know, bolster their roster. But uh, but it is building, and uh, I just every time I visit with those guys, I'm encouraged because the baseball program is in really good hands.
4: Yeah, we talked about it last week, some, but it's it's I've I'm probably as patient with Baylor baseball as I ever have been with a team that I root for just because I know that the coaching staff is tremendous and that that they'll get there, you know, it's not going to be this year, but they're going to make improvements throughout this year. And, and this baseball program will be back to competing for big 12 championships.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. All right, big week ahead. Uh, Stephen F. Austin tomorrow night, 630 at Baylor Ballpark. Then Oklahoma comes in. The series Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, All the games here on ESPN Central Texas, and they'll finish the series ahead of Easter Sunday. All right, thanks to Coach Blair for being on with us. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. We are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas, locations in Waco, Now Temple and Georgetown. Alliance Bank, it's your bank.
6: Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
2: Join us April 13th for our next Baylor Coaches Show and hear from women's golf coach Jay Goble and women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano. That's April 13th from Rudy's. The Baylor
6: Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor
3: Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to
2: grow your hard earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you.
7: Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
1: It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection.
7: I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Court Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Texas Rangers in first place after sweeping the Phillies over the weekend. Rangers start a series with Baltimore tonight. 7.05 first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball got swept by Kansas over the weekend. The Bears will host Stephen F. Austin tomorrow night at Baylor Ballpark and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. First pitch at 6.30. Baylor softball took 2-3 over Kansas winning 4-0 yesterday. The Bears are in Tennessee versus Mercer at 11 a.m. Thursday. Dallas Mavericks lost to the hawks 132 to 130 in overtime maz still sitting outside the play in games with three games to go in the regular season the ncaa basketball national championship is tonight san diego state versus yukon the huskies are a seven point favorite 820 tip-off
0: at nrg stadium in houston sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
2: With this final segment, John Morris Show on a Monday alongside Aaron Sexton. We appreciate you being with us. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Jim Blair, Baylor Baseball, Jerome Tang, the uh, Werner Ladders uh, Naismith National Coach of the Year, and Coach Dave Aranda all in the hour. And we do appreciate you being with us. Aaron, uh, what's coming up uh, between 4 and 6? Mr. Mosley coming in at 4 o'clock.
4: We will talk with Waco Tribune sports editor Bryce Cherry about the NCAA women's and men's tournaments. We will also talk about the Texas Rangers hot start, starting off 3-0, and the sweep of the Phillies, and getting some uh, really good hitting the first two games. Some great pitching from Martin Perez last night, and... Uh, some really, really big breaking news in Campus Confidential as far as uh, Baylor basketball.
2: There you go. All right, breaking news coming up. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas, the Matt Mosley Show, every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. Then game time is back tomorrow morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Just keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in local sports is Tom with Tom, Ward, and Ryan on Game Time back again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m let's share some birthdays with you uh today it is uh colin purtle's birthday colin works with us in athletic communications we've celebrated colin all day today at an external staff meeting uh at 8:30 this morning and the birthday uh, celebration just got ramped up from there the rest of the day so happy birthday to colin purtle does a great job in athletic communications uh, working with us. It is Danny Brabham's birthday today. Happy birthday to uh, Danny, former longtime uh, track assistant coach here at Baylor. And I'm scrolling through to make sure uh, Danny and his wife Debbie have one of those uh, co-Facebook pages. So, you know, it's Danny, Debbie, Brabham, and it's, it's one of their birthdays today. <laughs> I think it's Danny's. could be Debbie's birthday. So happy birthday to the Branham, uh, Brabham family. It's Beverly Fallon's birthday today. What a saint Beverly Fallon is. She's married to Steve Fallon. Oh, what a saint that woman is. So uh, happy birthday to Beverly Fallon today. Drew Greenway's birthday. Drew is the uh, worship pastor at our church, Harris Creek. Happy birthday to Drew uh, Greenway. Clint Zander. Coach Zander's birthday is today today. Who else on the list? Gary Vogel's birthday. I know a lot of you know uh, Gary. Gary Vogel here in Waco. Rich DeMarco's birthday. Rich is the voice of uh, the Army Black Knights, uh, but his wife is a Baylor grad. So they have, uh, you know, some Baylor in their family for sure. And happy birthday to Rich DeMarco. Margaret uh, Kramer in Castellot. It's Margaret's birthday today. Happy birthday to her. And I think that is it for today. So there's that's uh, a good birthday list. Aaron, who would you add to our birthday list today?
4: have a few today. Motley Crue guitarist Mick Mars turns 67. Colby Smulders turns 41. She played Robin Shabatsky in How I Met Your Mother. She cur- currently plays Maria, uh, Maria Hill in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Alec Baldwin turns 65 today. The great Eddie Murphy turns 62. And the legendary Wayne Newton turns 81. Thought he was older, though.
2: 81. Yeah. How about that? And uh, still going strong? Is he still going strong in Oh, yeah, yeah. Vegas.
4: I, I, from the last I've, see, I've seen, yeah, he's still performing and still looks great. I just <laughs> thought he was... I, d- I thought he was older because, you know, I, I remember him being kind of older-ish right, to right. me when I was a little kid,
2: Right, and I'm old, but he is, a, well,
4: I guess that checks out, he's 81, that's about right, the math's sure. the about right.
2: Pretty good, and if he's still, you know, doing as many shows as I think he is, that's pretty amazing. Does does he look good or has he had some help to look?
4: Well, he, I mean, he does look good and he has had a lot of help I believe. I don't think right. I'm I don't think I'm disparaging his character by saying no, I think he's had a little work done. Yeah,
2: I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wayne Newton, happy birthday to Wayne Newton. All right, uh anybody else is that it? That's it. All right, very good. Aaron, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour. Hope you will uh, join us then. Among our guests, we will visit with Brittany Newman, Baylor Softball Associate Head Coach, And who knows what else might come up uh, between now and then. So we do appreciate you being with us today. And thanks again to Coach Jim Blair for being on with us, Baylor Baseball. Now we invite you to stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas.
8: Yeah, thank you, John. (laughs)